It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another exciting I don't know what's going on there, but to another exciting episode of the Upland Property Experts podcast. We're having all kinds of fun technical difficulties tonight and uh, just uh, other issues that kept us a little late. So welcome to episode 141. As always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later, and this is recorded on July 14th, 2022. Year is just about half over. Well, it is half over. So, Yeah. How are we doing this evening? Thank me later. I'm doing all right. <laughs> Just all right. <laughs> yeah. No, we're late because I, I fell asleep, man. Yeah. Not, not a problem. What up, Rick Peters? Um, amazingly, there was it was actually a pretty quiet week overall in the upland metaverse there wasn't a lot of announcements uh announced by the upland team this week the standards challenge is going on um so i i think this is a good opportunity to really dive into the upland market and go over a couple would you accept those offers so we'll jump right into that um top 10 city floors in upland man the u.s dollars really uh Really took a crap this week. Uh, you got seven out of the ten top cities in Upland uh, in the red, and in the red pretty good. The Upex is pretty stable overall. Um, New Orleans jumped up four spots. I think it's kind of impressive. You have some cities that are increasing their Upex floor price, but yet their U.S. dollar floor price is dropping by a lot. Like, look at New Orleans. They jumped four spots overall, and their U.S. dollar price dropped 20%. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of like Kansas City, they did the same thing. They jumped they jumped up four spots, but yet they dropped 10% in their city floors. Um, one of the things that we started looking at is the markup. So how much the floor is marked up. This is where you can really see where the value is at. Yeah, the floor price is good, but how much is that floor being marked up? Um, Interesting thing is, is Manhattan last week was at 331% for the floor markup. This week it fell to 272%, but yet the UPEX floor went up overall for the week. Um, So Interesting. Your your percent of markup went up, or I mean your percent of markup went down, so you're getting a better deal, but yet they jacked up the floor. So these are interesting things that we do like to um, follow and pay attention to. Yeah, and UpEx does not pay the in-real-life bills. I do understand that. Truth. And then the U.S. dollars, um, interesting, Brooklyn and Bakersfield jumped up 25% mm-hmm. 
each compared to last week for their U.S. dollar floor. Uh, you would figure that with as much of the U.S. dollar floor that was read in the top 10 cities, you would think that the markup for the floor would drop also. But really, you have, you know, Rutherford and the Bronx were the only ones that really dropped on their U.S. dollar markup for their floor. Um, why everything else stayed pretty stable for for your top cities there. Yeah, so do you think that that means that players are essentially hit when they see that floor getting to a certain point, the players who have smaller properties go, oh, well, that's high enough for me to start selling. So then they list their smaller, cheaper properties at just under, which then drives down the overall value uh, floor, but then increases the actual markup. Like, do you think that's what's happening? Um, Yeah, I believe that is definitely what's happening. People, um, People say, hey, that's good enough for me, and that will cover my costs, cover my bills, and jump in there. And here is the bottom nine cities. So right now there's 19 cities released in Upland. And this is just really interesting is the bottom nine have really uh, really dropped in their U.S. dollar markup. Um, went from the 60s down into the 50s for some of these. Uh, real good deals there. And, and that's the crazy spread right there is you can buy something really cheap with U.S. dollars if you have extra dollars available, say Nashville, Kansas City, Vegas, Chicago, Santa Clara, Los Angeles. And you can turn around and flip it for UPEX at the floor. You can even undercut the UPEX floor if you're if you want to increase your UPEX and not buy the one thousand for one dollar. You can get a better deal this way. Plus, you're getting a hell of a deal on your interest earned off of your property too. So it's a win win if you ha- if you can afford putting U.S. dollars into the game. I know some people are just say I'm done putting it in you have new players that are saying how do I get the best bang for my buck and this is how you get the best bang for your buck yep absolutely USD floor is crazy right now yeah I mean 55% in Nashville for and there there were a couple of them um out there so that's just insane yeah And then the 30-day change, um, absolutely Monopoly Mike. You see, Monopoly Mike knows what's going on. (laughs) This is definitely an opportunity to buy, but this is also not financial advice. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But this is also not financial advice. (laughs) Yes. Um, Someone did post that depending on the country that you're in, depending on the bank that you have, uh, it could be hard to get U.S. dollars in. Um, some people don't have any crypto, but you can use crypto. It just, I didn't ask that question. I saw that same post that somebody said they were having problems, but Upland does have to think of things like being able to set up a bank draft so you can draft right from your bank account. Um, a, a lot of projects are doing that where you can just wire straight from your bank account into the game instead of having to use a credit card. So it, that is a fair complaint, you know. If you're, that would be, I think that would be too scary for me because, like, you know, <laughs> I like, eh, send, 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 and then all of a sudden I'm broke. 
Yeah, but you have to know your limits. Uh, oh, you just like your uh, credit card because you're like, up oh, maxed out, and you're like, next one, maxed out, and you're like, all right, I'm done for a bit till I pay those off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the overall 30-day change, um, you can see, once again, the U.S. dollar's taking a beating. Um, overall, the UPEX is pretty steady. Uh, Rutherford, as I said, is the anomaly out there just playing by its own rules. Yep. And then if we go back 12 weeks and look at the change in the top 10 cities, um, everything's kind of taken a beating with the exception of Rutherford. Eight out of the nine, eight out of the 10 property or cities in U.S. dollars are down a lot. Uh, Las Vegas is number eight, but they weren't around 12 weeks ago, and the only positive one in the top 10 is Oakland in the U.S. dollars, plus 4.33%. Um, and it, it makes a lot of sense. Just stocks are down and everything's down, and we saw this coming. Yeah. But you, keep in mind, that, yeah, that this reflects more the general economy um, of the states and not the crypto economy, because if these were crypto numbers, all of those would be minus 80% in the red. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the things I had a little time today, um, this is Manhattan going back to February, and it's the UPEX price. (laughs) Who gave gave you MS Paint? What the hell is this? Uh it works. I was rushed. I was like, "Ooh, I can throw in some uh, some graphs really quick." Holy hell! But yeah, mm, that's that might be true, actually. Yeah, but overall, if if you look, yeah, Manhattan's been dropping. No, no surprise there. It's starting to make a rebound. Um, this we put San Francisco, Santa Clara, Rutherford. Um, they're pretty close in UPEX, and you can see how Santa Clara and San Francisco have been uh, mirroring each other, and you can see the how Rutherford keeps trying to test uh, the all-time high that it's had here lately. Overall sold out. Yep, bear market. Bear market. Yep. Couldn't sell a Carmita Lane for the half floor earlier. Ooh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, no real big changes. A couple of them moved up a percent here or there, but overall, still a lot of a lot of properties out there. And speaking of a lot of properties, there's about half a million properties still available for mint out there in Upland right now. And I like this. I like just the pure numbers here. Yeah. Here we go. So we got the percentages and what do you, how do you like those Los Angeles numbers? No, I do. I mean, it's a tier one. Remember how long, see, this is, people's memories are so short. Um, it was a week. Remember how long San Francisco was unminted? Like, that was not a bad feeling. And as soon as it minted out, everyone went, oh, crap. It finally minted out. What do we do? Yeah. Like, so... I mean, the reality is, get it while it lasts. I mean, honestly, I'd be buying the under mint stuff, but yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. This has an impact on the real release date. And same with uh, Portugal for their soccer. That that has an impact for that. You know, they're they're looking at the, I, I mean, the simplest equation is they're just looking at the mint, the current mint rate and they project out of with a buffer of how long they have until they run out of properties. So they're they're definitely monitoring a couple of different um, categories there and you know, they have to hit certain thresholds to put more into the marketplace. Yeah, I mean, see, again, everyone in the crypto market so used to basing value on scarcity, like, and, like, entirely supply and demand, which, to be fair, Upland hasn't given us much more than that to really go on. But the reality is that it's all going to be about utility even just think, it's not just utility, but building value. Think about all the houses now, like the racetracks just came out. So now with, you know, this new content coming available, being built on Upland, like those things are going to highlight different properties. Those things are going to drive value to those neighborhoods, to those properties. Like, so that's going to be, uh, I think, the big game changer. Yeah. And that that is a good point. Vegas still has more properties coming in itself too. So I, I don't. Do you think they'll do the finished release of Vegas before they release Rio, or because it's the first international city? Do you think they'll release Rio before releasing the second half of Vegas? Because they never said they never promised that it would be the next city. They just said that it would. You know, there. I mean, they yeah, didn't promise perfect. that they'd release the rest of it before. Yeah, I mean, they, um, no, I think that they'll release Rio before Vegas. I don't think that they have a need to release more Vegas right now. Okay. I think that they did that just, I think they did that launch just because it was, we were in Vegas. So it was like a fun opportunity to do that. Um, I don't see any reason for them to release the second half. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at also. So, Chicago. Let me let let me in. Let me let you in on a dirty little secret. They're never going to focus on utility the way that you want them to focus on utility. The entirety of the utility and gamification market is going to be coming from third parties. I'm telling you that now. That's the strategy. Stop expecting Upland to deliver it. They're delivering you an asset layer. It's everybody else who's building on top of it that's going to give you the gamification and utility. Yeah, and and you see that you know that was that's when that's one of Roblox's strategies is I watch my kids watch Roblox videos all the time, and it's all these other third party developers that have created these things on top of Roblox, and that's that's where a bunch of people hang out and do it and upland looks like they're doing the same thing they're going to be the backbone you know having buildings having structures and buying property still going to be important in upland but the utility they they even said that hey we encourage other racing games to come in and develop something on top of upland you know make something better than us they're they already said that so it is definitely uh i wouldn't expect too much utility uh, from Upland, I, you're going to see more partnerships from Upland. You're going to see more third-party people developing stuff over Upland. So when, 
So I was going to save this for a little bit later in the show, but I will tell you that you should be watching the space of UpX.World. You should maybe mark, oh man, I'm going to mess up the time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sunday on your calendars specifically. And I would definitely make sure that you are in the UpX World launch server because you are going to want to be a part of what's coming next. And it is the layer two that Upland wants. It is the gamification. It is the utility. Um, it's going to blow your mind. All right. Yeah. Good talks. So this is fun. Uh, tap spark holders out there. Jesus. <laughs> Like, that's just amazing. Is Expedia a player? Um, I don't... Let me look it up now. Thanks. Well, we know Acero, he's, uh, he, he was the winner of that one car. Oh, DJ Shorts in the house. Really? Still rocking the llama, bro? <laughs> okay. Um... Can we? It's it's not launched yet. Yeah, yeah, three hundred and thirty. Yeah, Expedia is a is a player. Net worth twenty six million upx. Has wow. nine hundred and eighty one properties. They're just really focused on Spark. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, three hundred and thirty. Like he could, he doesn't even need to do a spark exchange. He just builds what he wants. He is the spark, <laughs> he is the spark exchange. You know, you know the uh, the Princess Bride. He's like, don't make me call the Brute Squad. And he's like, uh, I am the Brute Squad. Yeah. There you go. See down in the house. Love it. Hello from Cleveland. It's a dead green rabbit. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> That's his block explorer. Yeah. All right. Oh, Monopoly Mike's a 330? Uh-oh. I need to do a Cleveland meetup, so that's what I really need to do. Figure out a weekend and do a Cleveland meetup. We got a lot of uh, people in the 440-330-216 area. Dude, they were not talking about... Cleveland with 330. Oh, 330. That's just Abdul Spark. Yeah. That no one's something. talking about, except for Crypto Mike for some reason, Crypto Mining for Cleveland. No, no, do not start throwing up. Dizzy, your, stop throwing numbers going, out there. Like, like they're gang signs. <laughs> like, we're at the 513 Cincinnati in the house. Like, put it down. I'm like, Jones. <laughs> Jones. Uh, <laughs> give Dizzy in a keyboard and it just uh, all goes crazy. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, no one ever wants to talk about Cleveland because that was the worst release in Upland. For you, it was. Yeah. No, that I've never seen anything like that ever again. And they learn from their mistakes, and that's a good thing. 
Uh, <laughs> why, why would you put that up? I, that was Dizzy. <laughs> oh, do, wait, Dizzy throwing these up there? Yes. Dizzy, no, you can, you can stay behind the keyboard. <laughs> you can't mess with the live production. Oh, my goodness. That, that's what, hey, he produced the Vegas one. Problem. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, yeah, Dizzy was just doing the uh, nice, ludicrous song for us, thanks to Dr. Noby. That's why I can't have nice things. All right. Will you accept this deal? Moving right along. So. Uh, Coochie Lane, Las Vegas? No. I'm keeping it. That's Coochie's. Not Coochie Lane. That's Coochie's. Maybe she needs to watch it then. <laughs> so, this is, um, they're both Las Vegas. One's a Las Vegas property. Um, pretty good size. It is a 179 up square property. And they're offering, um, well, that that's what. Sorry, I messed that up. Um, so, the property is thirty five fifteen Cochise Lane in Las Vegas, and it's a hundred and seventy nine up square property. Somebody wants to trade for that property, and they want to give them um, seventy three oh one South Levitt Street in Chicago, Illinois. Now, that's a six hundred and fifty four up square property. And the interesting thing about the one in Chicago is this is one of the broken properties. So it's a property that has breaks through the street and it has two, four, nine pieces to it. So would you give up your 179 up square Las Vegas property for a 654 up square property that is all divided up in Chicago? Why, why wouldn't I take that deal? It's more money. It's not any part of anything special in Vegas. No. What, what am I missing? This is an this is a slam dunk. Like this is a no brainer. But what can but what can you? I mean, the 179's got has a nice shape to it. The 654 is pretty narrow um, and spread out. You'd still want it for the up square. I want it because it's a cool property. Like, yeah, it's a super interesting shape. Like, well, it's 654. So while it looks really small and narrow, that you got to keep in mind, that's across four blocks. Like, yeah. Or, or more. Like, that's, that's a huge lot. Like, um, six, yeah, I mean, it would be pretty thin. Um, I would a hundred, like, this is a no brainer. Like, holy crap. I want that property. I, I want the, the Levitt street property. I think that those are the broken properties like that are super interesting. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be some cool functionality that could be incorporated with them later. Yeah. I, I agree with you and I definitely take that based off of the coolness of the property. And, um, I, oh. I'm not. Joseph Wilson, Joseph Wilson's giving more information. The house in Vegas is on a golf course and is next door to a house that filmed Casino. 
Oh. But it's not the house they filmed Casino. It's the house next door. So do you still take it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Hell yeah, I do. Um, Because I'm not sentimental about that. I think I want the one because that looks like a giant sword. Like that looks like a two-handed like flail. Like it looks cool. It's even got a little like a little uh, hilt guard. Um, right on top of seventy West seventy first place, like super cool. Okay, uh, golf course props do well. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you cannot currently add ornaments to a property without a structure because the ornaments are only um, designed for houses. Uh, what bot is the comparison from? Um, I have to look. People do send these in to us. I've seen this one before, and I just forget off the top of my uh, top of my head which one. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of bunch of different ones. Now the next <laughs> one. <laughs> Apparently, Maze has the one next door. It's like casino, eh? Uh, we're getting a consensus that says Upland Data. I think so. Okay, there you go. Let's see our next one. You have the offer is somebody wants 7353 West Sunset Boulevard from Dr. Noby. And that is a exclusive collection on Sunset Boulevard. It's 192 up square and it brings in 6,277 of X a month based off of the uh, being in the collection. Now, what am I missing here? There's no reason to do this deal. Even though they're getting, even though they're giving up a, a rare, Melrose Avenue for it. Now it won't. Oh. Com- it, it won't. It won't complete oh. the collection. That's not. A, that's not since it isn't an ultra rare. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that color was ultra rare. Okay. Wait. It's uh. That's only the limit or er, er, exclusive. Exclusive. Sorry, that's why. I was like, yeah. wait, it's an ultra rare. Why the hell? Wait. Oh, no, look at, mm, no, no, because even the base earnings, look at the monthly earnings on that, 2900 a, a month base earning is more than the Melrose Avenue bonus collection earning. But your reef, your resale on your floor is higher on your Melrose Avenue. So it doesn't break a Markup? Markup yeah. percent? Markup percentage. What's the what are the percent differences right now between Melrose and and Sunset? Um currently Melrose has for the um the floor price is 165 up square or up X while the median price is four hundred and fifty thousand up X and for the uh, Sunset Boulevard, it's 129,000 up X and the median 487.5. Yeah, but what's the, what's the markup percentage? Oh. Oh, because, God. like, the floor, because, I mean, Melrose Avenue, I mean, again, this property would have been 
a third of the base price yeah. of Dr. Nobody's. Uh, and he, he does add some, it wouldn't break his sunset collection yeah. and it would get him one closer that he owns one in Melp. Yeah. But how much, what's the one that you already own in Melrose? Unless it was like a $20 million house. That's going to get you like ridiculous returns. If you complete this Melrose Avenue, like but no it, way, but it doesn't, but it doesn't break his sunset collection. So inside of Hollywood, it earns a 22,000 more than that. Like, eh. yeah. Cause if you, if you don't have it in a collection, if you don't have it in sunset or the Hollywood collection, what if you don't have it? At, what if your sunset in Hollywood's filled with better earning properties then? I, I guess I just see it. I don't see a scenario where, that property in, on Sunset Boulevard is worth less than the Melrose because Melrose not about the not about the floor. Also, like it's not just about the floor because, like, what size are the properties of the floor of Sunset and and Melrose? Yeah. And like, what's the base price again? What's the markup? Mel, Melrose Melrose floor markups three hundred and seventy percent, and the Sunset is one hundred and sixty seven percent. Say it one more time. Sorry. Melrose is 370% floor markup. It only has a total of 488 properties in the collection. And Sunset has a floor markup of 167% with 1,112 properties in the collection. Yeah, so, I mean, you're already at the essentially the top. I mean, so that's what I would look at there is, to me, I go, Melrose is sitting at 3-4x already, um, and sunset isn't even at two X yet. Like as it, as the floor goes up, I, I mean, I guess Melrose Avenue is that's, I mean, I guess that's pretty rare. Dang. I don't know, man. Now you got me. I was like, I thought for sure it was like an, an, an auto reject, but I mean, that's why again, like evaluating your deals from so many different angles is so critical, right? Because at least to me on the surface, this would have been an auto reject. But now after, you know, talking about it, it's maybe there is something to consider for the longer term use. And if it can get you closer to Melrose Avenue, um, then yeah, maybe. Jeez. Not, that's not an ultra rare. It's an exclusive. It's the orange. It's the orange versus the yellow. They do look kind of close on the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like the amount, like you're just like 6,000 versus 24, it must be. But yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Noby did not take it. He rejected the offer. Um, and see, I struggle. I'm in the same boat as with your first reactions of where it was a reject. I was like, no, nah, reject that. That. There's nothing to it. But then once again, you start looking at the collections and the rares and the ultra rares and how high priced they always get marked up. Is it a better long-term value to hold these ultra rares considering that there's just over, just under three times more Sunset versus Melrose? So I'm conflicted myself of do you accept it or don't you? Yeah. Because you're losing up squared, you're losing, 
But if you don't have it in your Sunset Collection or your Hollywood Collection, and it's just earning, I mean, just standalone, it earns more than what the Melrose would in the collection. Right? Yeah, that, that was what was, like, shocking to me. So the only real value is if the only way that I would do the trade is to resell this Melrose Avenue property at a higher rate because it's in a rare collection. Um, and I would have to be okay with losing. Okay. You're losing like a dollar 90 a month or I mean, yeah, a dollar 90 a month by accepting this, but long term, long term, if you can sell this for, you know, the, as the markup of the rare goes, it's worth it. So it just depends on your situation right now because a dollar 90 overall a month that you can go a long time with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I'd still keep the sunset Boulevard. That's just me. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. I'd keep the sunset off. So I agree with you. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I don't think the chips are going to be as important in the future. Like it'll be something, but not, not huge. All right, here's a here's an interesting one for you. We have once again in Los Angeles. Um, it would be a Moholland Drive uh, property, um, and they want to trade it for a Manhattan Tribeca property. So okay. Moholland is a rare. Uh, is a rare collection. Tribeca is an exclusive collection. Um, okay. And you have 747 properties in Tribeca, and you only have 499 properties in the Mulholland Drive collection. Um, Mulholland Drive is a 272% markup, and the Tribeca is a 576% markup. The floor in Tribeca is, call it 400,000 UPEX, and the floor in Mulholland Drive currently is at 155,000 UPEX. I keep my Mulholland. <laughs> I like Mulholland. Well, they're offering the Mulholland for the Tribeca. So oh. would, you, would you trade your Tribeca, and you got plenty of Tribeca to trade? Probably. Because I, I like Mulholland long-term better than Tribeca. Yeah, you are a West Coast guy. Yeah, I just don't see, I don't see Manhattan having the the neighborhoods and the communities and the nodes that LA's has and that the the West Coast seems to have. Like, I, I think like that's going to be so so important in layer two. A lot of yeah, yeah, it is about looking cool. I think that there's going to be better, cooler ways to look cool if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just haven't seen the amount of community activity. A queen seems to be getting um, a, a quite a big hustle of, of people. But Manhattan got minted really before or, like, right as the communities and node concepts were spinning up. West Side's best side, for sure. So I don't think a lot of people were going into Manhattan – 
buying it in the way that they're doing the cities now as a community. Um, so I, I just don't, I see it struggling in layer two to find its identity. I think the overall value of, of it will decrease and others will start to rise quite dramatically. So as, Not <laughs> as they uh, develop more partnerships and more people start doing things, you don't you think company, well, it could be a potential that companies have the draw to Manhattan because it's Manhattan. So could there be a more, could it be more um, sponsorship type places, more businesses wanting to do business there? Or do you think they'll follow where the most activity is with the layer twos? I think they'll follow layer two. Cause I mean, that's where those, that's where those partnerships are going to happen. Anyway, most of them aren't, aren't going to happen in game. Even though, what was that? Tony Hawk and autograph just paired up with the sandbox to do a, do a skate park. So super cool. But I just, yeah, I think, I think all these other metaverses are trying to cram everything on layer one, like in their game directly. Um, and I think for a lot of reasons, like the Tony Hawk thing is super cool. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't look like it's super gamified in the sense of like, cool, you can go and you can build a skate park and you can push around, but I don't think location. Yeah, no. Yeah, they're not going to, well, yeah, they aren't going to be out of scale. Their architecture is garbage. But, like, even that's just, like, a fun feature. Like, cool. It's super cool. You can build the skate park. You can skate around on your on your pixel guy and whatever. But, like, it's, it's not really, you're not playing Tony Hawk. Like, if you could play Tony Hawk and, like, it made, like, a mini game and gave you the all the stuff, like, in the Tony Hawk game, maybe. But it's just basic. Yeah. So you're saying that you could create a skate park in layer two in Upland and then do stuff from the old school Tony Hawk games. Yeah. So like the reality is, okay. So in, um, sandbox, they now have like Tony Hawk land or whatever, or you have to have special land that you then build on. Right. So they have purpose built properties for this functionality. So now the people who bought all of those really nice properties in the middle, like they're like, well, crap, we want Tony Hawk stuff, but they can't right now with layer two, everybody has access to it. So if you are a San Francisco neighborhood and you wanted to have a skate park, you could essentially have a layer two skate park utility, much like, say, the car racing is a layer two utility where you can have any neighborhood have a racetrack. So now every feature that you launch, you can then launch at scale across all of your properties. So every new feature, every new game brings value to every single property as opposed to these other ones that are building everything in layer one. So every time they come out with a new feature or design style, they have to keep increasing land and then adding people to it, which to me is not scalable from a gamification layer perspective, and it gets too chaotic. Um, they're trying to scale wide uh, up into smart where they're creating a foundation, and then they're going to scale up um, using uh, layer two. So, all right. 
Um, <laughs> Sorry, I know that was a bit of a rant. And if you want to know more about the future of what Layer 2 is coming, check out upex.world. Uh, it is going to be the premier Layer 2 for Upland. Um, so check that out. And there's going to be a lot more being announced on that coming very soon, coming this weekend, actually. So how's uh, Bones Balboa coming? Bones Balboa is, is taking pre-orders now. Um, I haven't like spread it around a lot yet. Um, so we're in phase one of, of his construction, which is going to be his outline and his eyes and nose. Um, so I, I think that there's still some open, uh, if you haven't got in and you want to get in, uh, DM me and, uh, or actually can you, did, did I send you the link? Can we put the link to the registrate, uh, the pre-order? Yeah. Hold on. The, I can work yeah. on that. You talk about it and I'll find it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Bones Balboa is going to be cool. Um, he was created well before uh, Vegas and the whole concept of what we're doing uh, with Layer 2 came out. However, now with the, you know what we're planning on doing with Layer 2, Bones is a great example. So that you know kind of artistic structure is going to – oh, what is Bones Balboa? How do you not know Bones Balboa? Um, because you kind of teased it on one episode and then... Oh, did I let it die? Yeah. Oh, okay. Should have just said that. Stop. Don't beat around the bush, boy. <laughs> let's uh, see. All right. Let's see here. Share. Oh. Where did you put the Bones Balboa link? Uh, probably texted. Did I text it to you? All right. Oh, geez. Can you see it now? Can you see this? So this, friends, is Bose, Bones Balboa. Let me put it up here. Hold on. There we go. So pre-orders are now open. This is this is his final design here. Um, right now we're in phase one, which is just going to be the skull outline, the nose, the teeth. Uh, we do have uh, those numbers are not accurate as of now there are less than that um so here's some some stats um so that's his name his full name is the warrior king uh bones balboa uh he is in los angeles in balboa lake uh in the upper the north west corner of uh, balboa lake um, so this is uh, an Upland Property Experts build. So we have now uh, two, the Encino Eye and uh, Bones Balboa. Uh, we work with NFT Meta Designs, a super cool project. And all of this spark for all of these buildings is uh, paid and bought through the UCC. Um, so I think this will be over eight figures in spark rental. So I, it's... It's yeah. It's a big big build for sure. Over 150 properties in the build, uh, and so it's going to be over 300,000 uh, spark hours. Jeez. There you go. 
there's there's the Google Forms if you want in. Again, we are just taking pre-orders on phase one, which is the outline. Uh, once that gets completed, we will go to phase two, which is the cheeks and the war markings, the eyebrows and the headband. And then the final phase is uh, the crown, which is going to be an amazing set of apartments. Um, and then the, the two um, center pieces of the eye, which are not for sale, um, but... Yes. And the whole idea here, I mean, again, this was just, you know, we were creating cool content for layer one. So this is very much like a layer one design. It brings value in layer one. And when I say layer one, all I'm saying is Upland. That's when we say layer one, we're just saying Upland. Then just call it Upland. Okay, fine. (laughs) We built it in Upland and it has value in Upland because it's cool and whatever. Right. But then when we take it out of Upland and go to layer two, that all of a sudden can be anything we want. Like this is now a racetrack around a skull, but we could, you know, morph it. So it's not just the static skull, right? Like as layer two, you can identify this as a skull and have it have very specific spooky properties. You could have this then become, you know, a horror themed carnival. In the skate park example, you could create a layer two where this is a skate park and you skate around a giant skull, right? So now you can have thematic thematic versions of it. Um, and so that's why I think the layer two stuff of building vertically um, is much better than trying to build horizontally because Bones would have to have like, oh, this is inside the skate park or it's inside the racing area or it's inside the shopping center, right? Where with upland your properties can be part of any single version of anything you're not limited to your neighborhood necessarily because you'll have a lot of opportunity so it's yeah nice um so yes definitely go ahead copy that submit that you want to definitely be part of bones balboa um let's hear Let's. It's been a while since we did a giveaway on the show. You know that. Yeah, it's because we're old Scrooge McDucks now. Well, I feel like you know we got Mars Utah backstage, and he does the Opex podcast theme song. So everybody, right now, hit uh that wants uh to be part of a giveaway right now. Go ahead and uh, type in hashtag Opex into the chat, and I'll oh, give you guys. Yeah. Give you guys a minute to do that, and then we'll go ahead and start collecting the comments, and we'll get something away. I won't tell you first. You gotta, you gotta have faith that it's good. Um, let's. So far, Doctor Nobody's gonna win it very easily. Yep. There we go. They're starting. There it is. Like there we people go. Are, people are like watching. They're not. They're not actually like on their phones, eh? Or yeah. like on their whatever. All right, so that's that's Bones Bob. Oh yeah, we're, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So, oh wait, I think here's the, yeah. So phase one into phase two, phase three, and then that's that's the final build there. Um, so yeah, looking looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun build. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Monopoly Mike, you go ahead and you fill out the form right here. Sorry. Um, I'll put a 
I'll put a copy link inside the description. So if you want to look for that later when I edit that tomorrow, I'll have that link in there also. So you can click the link in the video description too. Um, The quicker the better because as soon as they're gone on phase one, they're gone and you'll have to wait for the other phases. And phase three will probably be expensive if we're doing that all in apartments. Oh, yeah. I don't expect phase three to go public for pre-sales. Um, given the the scarce number of apartments and the significant price those are going to be, because those are going to be very much a a luxury experience, um, so those those will be minimum five hundred thousand starting. Um, so likely that won't be out to the public. But if for some reason you you are interested at that level, um, private DM me and I'll get you on the list for that. Yes. smash them likes there you go thank you crypto mining wizard all right let me go ahead and share can you unshare so i can share now yeah i can stop sharing all right so i'm feeling generous uh go ahead and we'll give away uh fifty thousand up x here we had 14 entries oh this is cool and the winner is Boulder Magic. Oh, Boulder Magic Ninja. And he was the last one. Uh, he was the last one in when, when I collected it all. And I'm extra generous. So since we had a quick response there, I'll give away another 50,000 Upex. Whoa, they're money bags. I didn't, you should be putting that reservation towards Bones Balboa. What are you doing? I'm fine. Poppy seventy-seven, seventy-seven. Yeah. All right. Just uh, DM me, and then uh, I'll get you. Poppy, is that your in-game name? I know how to get a hold of Boulder. So, yeah. All right. Oh, your sonnet. You missed it. Ah, uh, a hundred thousand upx. And for the people that say we never give things away. And you know what we haven't done in a long time is do a script read and upland it. Oh, that's true. Those were fun as heck. Especially with LA. How have we not, uh, have yeah. we not done that? Yeah. Um, let's hear it. So you said mark our calendars for this Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific time to check out Opex World. Well, go to so you want to go to Upex World now. So I can't. Uh, so there's a boarding, there's a mission boarding happening right now. Um, I can't really say too much. It's kind of hush hush. But if you go to, and this is exclusive. This is and don't don't share this by the way. Like if other people discover it on their own, that's fine. But keep it hush hush for now. So there's a boarding activity happening. If you go to Upex.World. Uh, for you know our layer two uh, build that's coming, and on Sunday, uh, four p.m. PST is what it's slated for. Um, there, there is a Twitch. We are going to have a live Twitch stream. I believe it is at Upex World Media is the uh, the Twitch channel. Um, so. Again, don't go don't go spreading it huge on social media now. It's kind of kind of low key. We aren't really spreading it a lot. 
um, because we are doing something a little bit different. So but and you once know, you get over there, you'll see. A couple people, a couple hundred people watch it between now and Sunday. So you just put it out there for a couple hundred people. Hey, man, that's that's fine. Uh, our, our first boarding ship, I, I don't know if we're going to close. We haven't set a number, but the long and short of it is, you know, this is this is more than just any other. This is not, UpX World is not going to be a data site moving forward. It's it's a game. Uh, UpX World is, is going to be a game moving forward. It will have a, Upland data, but it's going to be a layer two platform for, for Upland. And so... Uh, right now we're having kind of the prologue of kind of the UpX World story um, and the X-Lander, which is your avatar inside of UpX World. Uh, so when you join the, the boarding ship, you'll kind of see we're preparing for launch. I'm telling everybody, you know, like three people hallucinate. Calm down. <laughs> Plus, who's going to believe you with that pixelated face? <laughs> Why are you so mean to our loyal supporters? Your, your son is here each and every week. <laughs> he, he is. She is. Horrib- oh, she. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, with their horrifying, uh, you know, icon, that thing freaks me out. It's just a blurred I get, icon. I get that it's a blurred icon. It just, like, gives me, like, creepy voodoo vibes. Ah. Yeah, if you like sci-fi, if you like, um, there's a bit of role play um, on the server, uh, so we actually do have a dedicated role play um, and not like that kind of role play. Like, you know, if you're like D and D style uh, character role play and Glad yeah, it's going to be, yeah, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. Um, so it's, it's a really cool, it's completely different take on, I think what the future of Upland holds. Um, I'm very excited to to help kind of pioneer um, what's coming next in that area. Awesome. Looking forward to it and definitely just check it out now. Get in early. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. So, sorry yeah. for, sorry for blowing your cover. You, you didn't tell me that was a secret. So, oh, well. all right. But definitely make sure. forget. The internet's life cycle brain is, I'll forget. I've already forgotten who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are interested in Bones Balboa, I'll have the link in the description. There it is one more time. And making sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell for the notifications so you know when we do go live. And everybody have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you. Wait, next- is her name You Are So Not Tay? That's her name. You are so Nate. Nate. There you go. Oh, we would say anyway. Yeah, I thought it was like Sonnet, and you thought it was Nate, and we're just all messed up. But that's what we do here on the. You are so Nate. Yeah. Ooh. We got it now. The secret's out. (laughs) Got that. Yeah, but secret's out. out. All right, I'm just gonna end it before it digresses anywhere. Ursonada? Oh, what is that? No, you so naughty. What up, you so naughty? Done. <laughs> Sorry. Ursa Sorry, Ursonada. It's you so naughty. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, everybody, have fun, and we'll see you out in the metaverse.
It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.